0: Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me on this Seed session. (laughs) As I listen to myself talk, I'm sitting up here thinking, "Um, you need to stop recording when you sound like this. But baby, that's all right. So this is what it's like when... You are a part of Hashtag Team No Sleep. So I was up doing some reading, some writing, and I came across this Strength for the Soul um, website, uh, strengthforthesoul.com. <clears throat> and I'm going to read a piece from their website. Actually, I feel as though I did something exactly like this. But, as I was sitting here reading in my word and comparing it to different scripture scriptural texts um my don't really like King James, but I read that um I read the n i v I've been reading the New World Translation and just a bunch of different ones to look at the verbiage that's presented in it. So, here we go. It says, Are you, point at yourself, Are you willing to walk through that open door? That's a great question because we are all faced with doors and when we don't know the outcome of what's on the other side of the door, it causes us to miss out on a lot of stuff. And so are you willing to walk through that open door? It reads, life is full of uncertainty. But life is also full of doors that God swings wide open for us to walk through. If we would just trust Him. The older I get, the more I realize that God wants my faith to be extraordinary. Not a faith that follows Him as long as I can see exactly where that open door or path leads In fact, that isn't faith at all. That is simply following directions. And yet many times, God's direction is as sketchy as go from all that's familiar to you to a land that I will show you. And haven't I been there? We all want to grow in our faith, experience God at work, and live our purpose before Him. But I wonder how many of us and how many times He gently opens the door for us and we just stand there and stare into a dark void and say, uh uh-uh, uh, nope, no thank you, no, nope, mm mm. I can't see where that leads. No matter all the warm fuzzies you get, like we ignore all of that. The stuff that makes us feel good. We dismiss it. <clears throat> when Moses was on Mount Sinai, receiving the law, the people of Israel were down in the camp and they were scared because God was demonstrating his power there on the mountain. And the people were apparently afraid. So, take it, you know, listen for yourself to the response that they had. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled in fear. And I'm going to read that again. Because storms make us scared. But sometimes we be stuck on a highway Or, you know, stuck in the air. And we have to go through those storms. So, when the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain and smoke, they trembled in fear and they stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us for yourself and we'll listen. But do not have God speak to us or we will die. And so Moses said to the people, Look, don't be afraid. God has come to test you, right? God comes and tests us. We say we we love God. We're um, reading. We're studying. We're fasting. We're praying. And so when God shows up and he comes with that test, baby, we want to just stand still, run and hide, curl up, get depressed, you know, Um, Cut people off. Don't talk for a while. True? Yeah, very true. And so that fear of God will be with you to always keep you from sinning. Once you learn who God is and you grow with God, you get convicted. Your heart feels some kind of way. You could be talking to somebody about somebody else and you kind of just stop in mid-sentence. Like, dang, that just ain't even right. You know, that's my homegirl, that's my homeboy. You know, um, mm, life just starts to look a little different. I'm going to stop that part right there. I don't want to go into that. So, here's one of the saddest lines that's in this text. It says that the people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. So here's where it get a little tricky. They had the same flipping opportunity that Moses had and they declined it. So can you imagine growing up in a household and everybody was given the exact same opportunity to do certain things and the choices that they made stopped them from doing it and then one child get mad at the other child because they ended up being successful and they not successful but you was given the same tools to get to where you needed to be. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the, the, the thick darkness where God was. And it's said that the people never got to see the glory that Moses saw. If they would have just trust, trusted the open door instead of trembling in fear. Some of our toughest storms is not pretty. Very ugly. Heartbreak, grief, shame, job loss uh, diagnoses etc. But because they didn't go through the door they missed out. (laughs) They remained at a distance. They had no intentions of getting outside of their safe comfort zone to experience the true glory of God. They didn't want to go through that scary door. I'm not sure what that door looks like for you. Maybe it's a new opportunity or a job you're unsure of and, and your ability your abilities to succeed at it. Maybe it's the area in ministry and it's still not completely clear of what it's what what's involved. Um, maybe it's a relationship Because so many other things failed in your life, but God is opening this door. And you don't know what it's going to look like, but God is steady saying, Trust me. And sending people to say, Trust me. And yet, and still, you're not going to get to taste the glory of God because you're afraid and you live it in that fear. And and sometimes it's just a simple, simple, Um, trust-me situation that you are fearing the worst out of. But as God stands there with that door open, are you staying at a distance where it's a safe, um, familiar, comfortable place? Are you hesitating to walk through it because you think God might ask you to do something that's a, a little risky? Are you keeping your distance out of fear? Or are you like Moses, willing to approach the thick darkness where God is? Willing to go where it's mysterious and uncertain? Where you have to just trust that God is who he say he is and that he truly takes care of his own. When Moses entered the thick darkness, it was there that he saw God's glory. So on today, I say to you, let's be willing to go where God is, even if it looks scary, even if it looks uncertain, even if we're not entirely sure what the end picture will be. But one thing about it, one thing that's for sure, one thing that's guaranteed, God is always right there with us. God don't leave us. We turn from him. And so at the end of that open door that I hope you walk through, you'll be fulfilled. And you'll have a great experience. And you never know where that door is leading. It's preparing you for the places that God wants you to be. Hallelujah. I'm talking to myself right now. You know, I looked and the door was closed for years. You hear me? For years. Damn this seven years the door was closed. But the eighth application, the eighth try, the door came open. So then, sometimes we get in the way and we want to push a door open, but God loved me so much that he kept it closed until it was the right time, the right place, right? Blew it open. It was already earmarked for me. And so in those moments, when those doors are closed, trust that it may not be the right time and it may not be the right place. But when it's the right time and the right place, God will swing those doors open so wide and it'll be easy and it'll be scary because it was so easy. It was so easy to fall in love. It was so easy to laugh. It was so easy to get to work. It was so easy to go through the chemo walk. It was so easy to lose the weight. We just have to trust God. Period. Nothing more, nothing less. Because we'll be out here spending our time trying to find fillers. And these fillers are incomplete because God already told us where to be and what to be doing. Stop wasting time on the fillers. Stop wasting time trying to force open doors and be still and be patient. When I think about the book of Job, Job went through all of that stuff and they didn't talk about the time that it took. It took time to build a family. It took time to date and have a relationship. It took time to have kids. It takes time to lose it all. It take time to bury and go through funerals. It take time to build up yourself all over again. It take time to work to go back and rebuild what you just lost. It takes time to go back out there and date again. It take time to lay down and make love. It take nine months to have each child that Job was given. It takes time. And sometimes we just have to be patient and ride out the time while we're learning and getting closer to God. God is speaking to us through different people, different avenues. If we can't put our phones down, guess what? God going to meet you in your phone. Going to start sending you little nuggets through your phone. And it's on you to go through them open doors through your phone. He'll meet you at the TV. He'll meet you in the grocery store line in a parking lot. At your job, God will meet you right where you are. And on that note, is it an open door? If you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.